Hi, hey everybody. It's Allison Katzkowski. Thank you so much for tuning in to this edition of the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I hope that wherever you are on this Tuesday morning that you are doing something fun and positive for yourself, especially in the area of self-care. And so today I feel really compelled to share my message with you, um, being that we're three and a half months in or so, if you're listening to me in the United States with our management of the coronavirus pandemic. And it seems like everywhere I turn now, the, the, the question of safety is so front of mind for so many people. And it really got me thinking that one of the best ways that we can promote safety for ourselves is what can we do to help our immune systems function better? And as a fitness professional, I feel compelled to point out that fitness and self-care needs to be top of mind in that discussion, that engaging and not only engaging in regular physical activity and regular self-care on the daily can not only help strengthen your immune system, but be a main contributor in the front line of defense for just about any illness, including coronavirus. And being that the people who seem to be the most at risk of contracting COVID-19 and the complications from it, uh, the lion's share of those people um, are immunocompromised or immunosuppressed in some way. And so I feel compelled to share how fitness and self-care can really be a major player in that battle. And so that's really where we're going to be going today. And if you've listened to my show at all this year, particularly over the last couple of months, I've had the chance to speak with many amazing experts on not just their area of expertise when it comes to fitness and self-care, but just hopefully giving you some tools that you can use in your toolbox to help with your daily self-care routine, as well as looking after your mindset, which is something else that isn't really being discussed a lot. And these are, and I feel compelled and charged up to share this with you today because these are all decisions that we make every day. These are all things that are completely within our control. And I do want to remind all of you out there that that right now there is a lot that's not within our control. And that can be contributing to our anxiety, maybe the way that we're looking at how we handle things every day. And that all contributes to our mindset and where our thoughts go. And you've heard me talk about how important our thoughts are in dictating how we make our choices and what actions result from the choices that we make. So what what I want to share with you today is... Um, just a brief little introduction to what the immune system actually is and why fitness and self-care are so important in the management and the strengthening of the immune system. I want you to think of your immune system in terms like a muscle in and of itself. It's really a complex set of communication channels, if you will. It's almost like a roadmap. And what happens when our immune systems don't function at their best is that that communication gets turned around. And so sometimes what happens in some individuals is those communication channels, not only do they not do their jobs, but they end up attacking what is supposed to be helping them. And so really when it comes to particularly physical activity, this is really a hidden weapon, I feel like, Um, something that really medicine can't provide. Um, This is something that goes directly to our day-to-day choices and the behaviors that we engage in every day. Um, and so that's really where we're going to be going today. And so, so with that said, let's talk a little bit first about what the immune system actually is. And I just got through saying it was a, a complex channel of communications. And that's really what it is. It's like a mini city. 
it's comprised of organs and cells and chemicals, really, that are all working together to help you fight infection. So, for example, if you are traveling somewhere or you're around people and someone in that group has been sick, then odds are you're going to be exposed to that in some way, shape, or form, depending on how sick that person is. And so what happens when our bodies are exposed to something that we recognize as not belonging to us, okay? Um, we recognize it as something that's quote-unquote foreign. And so the response to our body right away is that we have to work to get rid of that challenge, so to speak, okay? And most of the time, if you're relatively healthy, and even in some individuals who are somewhat immunocompromised, um, the point I'm trying to make is that we are exposed to things every single day without even being aware of it. Um, and even in the most healthy people are exposed to things. It's not that we're not, we're not, it's not that we're not going to be exposed to them at all because we are. And so the more our immune system works to our advantage and to our benefit, that's really where we need to be the most concerned. The other elements of your immune system, the main players are your white blood cells. This is what we get tested for when we go to the doctor for a physical. They look at our white blood cell count. Normally when our white blood cell count is elevated, it means that our, bodies is usually, our body is usually fighting something off in some way. Antibodies is another hot topic right now. Our lymphatic system, which is front and center to helping circulate these helpful things. Um, our thymus gland, our spleen, and our bone marrow. These are all main players in how our immune system functions. And if you can paint the picture that all of these items, all these things, if you will, are in their own location doing their own thing, but they're all connected. And the lymphatic system is what connects everything. And all of that is being directed by hormones, hormones that are produced from, through our endocrine system. Um, and we all know that our, between our pituitary gland and our hypothalamus, that there are signals being sent and those signals are being received and then that sends another signal. And this is why I like to use the word roadmap because that's really what it is. And so typically in our immune system, when our immune system is functioning at an optimal level, we, our white blood cells are the first thing that start to work. And so when we're physically active on a regular basis, it actually helps our bodies produce not only more white blood cells so that those white blood cells can be ready to go when they need them, but the white blood cells that we have can actually function better. Regular physical activity can also literally change our antibody makeup, meaning that it helps our body manufacture the types of antibodies that help us stay protected. And when we're not active on the regular or when we're sedentary a lot of the time or when we're in a situation where we're fearful and anxious and worried about what might happen, then all of that affects how our immune system actually functions. The lymphatic system I already mentioned is the main player in which um, the lymphatic system is responsible for circulating fluid, which helps circulate all of these helpful agents, if you will. And our, when our lymphatic system is working at a good level or an optimal level, um, it helps this, this protective fluid, if you will, flow and work better. Um, which means that it can actually do its job better. And when we're not active mo most of the time, even if you find yourself sitting a lot of the time, and maybe you're reasonably active but not really active, um, what happens is, is that system doesn't function as optimally. Um, it becomes a little bit harder for it to do its job. And so when we're active regularly, and especially now that it's summertime, um, and you've heard me speak on my show a lot about metabolism and how metabolism works, 
But when it comes to our immune system, getting our metabolism the, the temperature the, the temperature rise that we see in our body frequently when we work out, this is what causes us to sweat and we feel like we're hot, you know, we feel like it's harder to cool down. Sometimes that can actually be a good thing because that means our body is actually fighting off bacteria. It's fighting off those pathogens that want to invade our front line of defense and make us sick. Um, and so when we're active regularly, then we can better manage temperature control, which in turn better manages how these factors play in our immune system. Um, and when we're inactive or when we're not as physically active as we can be, and I'm not talking about just day-to-day -day activity, moving around and that type of thing. I'm talking about doing the functional activities that we do every single day, like squatting, like pushing and pulling and reaching and twisting. These are all functional movements that we're already doing every day. And when we're inactive, what happens is, is that not only do we have a buildup of toxins and things that we're already exposed to every day within our homes itself, that our body just isn't as strong enough to fight these things off. And something simple to a healthy person that's easy to fight off becomes a lot harder for somebody who is already struggling with their immune system. And this is why I'm such a big proponent of regular physical activity in your day-to-day -day life, because this in and of itself can be the stimulus, if you will, the change agent, if you will, that really helps our bodies get going, not only get going, but to help them work better. And you've heard me use the term efficient quite a bit. And the example I like to use is a gas economy car next to a luxury car. And if you put the same amount of gas in both of those cars, the economy car is always going to take you further. It's going to need less maintenance. It's going to, you're going to go a lot further on that same tank of gas. It's going to cost less money. It's going to cost less upkeep. And that's how I want you to think in terms of what physical activity as part of a regular part of your routine can actually do for your body. It can make your body more efficient. And that goes with helping all of your organ systems function better on a more efficient level. And that certainly applies to our immune system um, in and of itself. So those are all factors as to why physical activity and exercise and fitness, if you will, play such a huge role in helping our immune systems function better and helping them get literally get stronger, just like we want to strengthen the muscles in our body so that we can do the challenging things that life always throws at us, um, oftentimes when we're not expecting it. The other piece to immunity and fitness is the hormonal response. And this is what plays so heavily into how our bodies respond to stress. And that's probably the one thing that I'm hearing the most of in my conversations with people almost every single day, particularly people who are fearful, their, their complete reality has been flipped upside down with what is happening in the world. Maybe their job has been affected, they're, maybe they're working from home, or maybe they're out of work. And most everything on a daily basis has been affected because businesses aren't operating as normal. Um, a lot of places still aren't open, at least around here where I live. And it, it makes it difficult because we're suddenly f figuring out ways to live life differently than what we used to, than what we were used to doing, rather. And for some of us, it hasn't been all bad. It's been a, really a necessary reset to kind of examine where our priorities are. But on the other hand, when you're trying to bad, trying to keep things as normal as you can uh, for the sake of fulfilling responsibilities and commitments that you make, it can make the stress levels go off the charts. And that is the one thing that I really am fearful of myself in the next six months to a year that we're going to find as a result of how we've all handled this pandemic is that 
the way people manage stress is really going to be exposed because there's there are a lot of things that are going to come out in terms of people's mental health that is going to make fitness and self-care a huge necessary part of that and a huge necessary remedy to that, I should say. And this is why I'm so passionate um, about it right now because I feel like it's the one one of the one things that we can do for ourselves and I want to encourage all of you listening to really examine the things that you're doing every day in this department so when it comes to the hormonal response that contributes to all of this um, when we work out exercise actually causes a hormonal reaction within our bodies um, there's several hormones that are involved in this particular in this particular fashion. The more popular ones that you hear about are growth hormone, prolactin, and the adrenocorticotropic hormones, which are responsible for how our bodies manage stress. The big one in all that, of course, that I didn't mention is cortisol. And for the most part, people associate cortisol with being really stressed out. You think of the pictures and the commercials that you've seen on TV and on the radio about having high cortisol levels and making it really difficult for your body to either build muscle and lose fat and a combination of both. So, and when we work out, a little a cortisol reaction is actually a good thing because its main job is to ensure that we have energy and that we can actually see our tasks through. The problem comes in as to when our stress response stays prolonged for longer than it needs to. And this is why our cortisol levels for so many people remain elevated. And it's largely because of the perception and the way they're managing that stress. Um, so it's not always related to exercise. But this is why working out and a regular fitness program can really play such a huge part in helping us manage those, those hormones a whole lot better. You know, as far as our cortisol levels go, a high level of cortisol after a challenging workout is a good thing. It's going to ensure that our bodies not only get the energy that it needs, but also to ensure that we can continue the job of fat metabolism, which is what all of us really want at the end of the day. At least it should be one of the things that you want. It's one of the things that's going to help keep us not only healthy and fit, but feeling good and being able to manage our weight in addition to a whole host of other things. And so the problem comes in, again, is when this cortisol stays too high. Um, and this really keeps our nervous system consistently working and firing all the time. And think of, and there, there are really two ways to look at this. Um, most of the time when we think of the stress response, we think of the fight or flight response. We think of, you know, and I'll use this example because this is me to a T, going out in my yard and seeing, I was out in my yard a couple of weeks ago and there was a large snake that was across my back step. And I saw it before I actually stepped on it, fortunately. But for a moment there, for really longer than a moment, I felt my heart rate go through the roof. I felt my hands start sweating. I felt immediately felt that stress response kick in. And the reason for that is, is it's designed to help protect us. It's designed to help us feel better. It's designed to get us out of harm's way. The problem is, is that when we allow that same response to go on for hours and hours unchecked is when it actually starts to deteriorate major ways that our body communicates. And our immune system is one of those major forms of communication. The other piece of the nervous system that exercise and fitness actually helps is our what's called our parasympathetic nervous system response. This is the, the nervous system that helps us relax. It's, it's really what helps work opposite of the sympathetic nervous system. And so 
what we want to always remember is, is that like everything else in life, we need a system of checks and balances working within our bodies. And so regular exercise and physical fitness and strength training and self-care and all those things that work so well together actually ensure that that balance continues and that we don't continue to go too much into one direction. Um, and so that's really what's, what's behind the physiology behind a lot of the stress response and how that works against our immune system is, is that it keeps the necessary things that we need from circulating throughout our bodies at an optimal level. The other piece too, that I just want to mention before I sign off today is that when we strengthen our bodies, when we, when we lift challenging weights and we do challenging moves throughout the day, that in and of itself is a stress on our body. However, it is the stress that we need to adapt. And like everything else, I like to think of a challenging workout as a metaphor for life. And when we learn to manage, when we learn to practice challenges in our day-to-day activity routines, it makes it easier for us to adapt to challenges in life. Um, Dealing with conflict and adversity is easier. Dealing with challenging situations is easier because mentally we're already practicing that. So it's not completely brand new to us. Now, I'm not going to lie to you and tell you that it's going to be super simple um, because it's always a challenge for us. However, the challenge is a little bit easier to endure. It's a little bit easier to manage. And we find that it's a little bit easier to make those choices and learn from those choices when we're in a position where we're already challenging ourselves. So immunity all aside, that's just a side benefit that we get from it. And the better that we get at doing that, the easier it is for us to manage what could be stressful situations, which can really help wear our immune system down. And I just want to mention this too, that often when we're exposed to something that could potentially make us sick, it's not right away that we get sick. And if you stop and think about the last time you had a cold, or maybe the last time you had the flu, or something that just caused you to take yourself out of your life as you know it for a few days, it usually takes your body several days to try to work through that process. And here's the benefit of having a strong immune system. Your body not only is able to work through that better, but you're not taken out of the game for very long, if at all. So it's not that I'm saying that you'll, you'll absolutely never get sick, but I can promise you that your body will handle it better. You'll deal with it better. The time that you're down is shorter. And the way that you respond will be a whole lot better when you incorporate fitness and self-care into your daily routine, even now, even if you're immunocompromised, even if your immune system doesn't function at optimal levels, right now is a phenomenal opportunity for you to actually work on that and make it part of your daily routine. And so before I leave you today, I just want to leave you with some simple tips too, to keep in mind, along with fitness and self-care. These are all things that help make fitness and self-care work better for us. Number one is sleep. That's an obvious one. Most often when we get sick, it's a combination of letting ourselves get worn down and not getting a lot of sleep usually goes with that. Our metabolism, when we strengthen our metabolism, we strengthen our immune system. The two go hand in hand. Um, When we eat foods that are good for energy, foods that are really nutrient dense, foods that are potentially high in fiber and super high in nutrients can really help. I'm speaking of fruits and vegetables, leafy greens, and really healthy proteins, fish, meat, chicken, the healthy, good quality ones. Limit sugar intake. Sugar has been known to cause more inflammation, to actually prolong infection, and also weaken your immune system response too. So stay away from the high amounts of sugar if you can possibly help it. 
Keep yourself hydrated. Drink lots and lots of water. Watch the high sugar energy drinks. Watch the caffeinated beverages. A little bit of that goes a long way. And finally, just like I've just been saying, find a healthy way to manage your stress. Remember, stress is our response to how we deal with something. It's never the event itself. So the way that we manage it is what dictates how well we're able to manage stress. So it could be perhaps a combination of all these things that works better for you. But have exercise and fitness be a piece of that because it will serve you at the highest level possible. Um, I'd love to invite you to a free Fitmaster class that I'm doing starting next Tuesday, July the 7th, over in my private Facebook community, Living Your Ultimate Life Through Fitness and Self-Care. And I would love for you to come over and join us. If this is something that sounds intriguing to you at all, then please reach out to me. You can find me on Facebook in my community, Living Your Ultimate Life Through Fitness and Self-Care. Or you can go to my website and click Contact Us and send me an email, and I'll be happy to send you the link as my guest. It is a free event. It'll be for three, maybe four days, and we're going to be covering a lot of this type of thing in the challenge. We're going to be covering helpful strategies to not only help you strengthen your immune system, but easy, simple ways that you can work physical activity into your daily routine. Um, I am on a mission to help change the perception of what health and fitness can actually do for you, especially in the area of helping make us stronger, not only helping us fight off disease, but helping to make us stronger, better human beings all the way around. Uh, this is Allison Katzkowski with The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. Thank you so much for all of your support. We are worldwide with our show. We have thousands of followers and thousands of listeners, and I couldn't do it without you. I so appreciate and I'm so grateful for all of the comments and all the feedback that I get from you all almost on a weekly basis. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. I'm so grateful. This is Allison Katzkowski with The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. Again, you are one step closer to living your ultimate life. So let's make it a good one. 